Let's get suspect. Future gets pursued. Lag it. From Hollywood, it's Come Hail Away, the Redskins Away Game podcast. The podcast that believes that we're about to have Thanksgiving early and we're eating Eagle. I'm Matt. I'm Lonnie. I'm Chief Margallo, and I don't want to eat Eagles. That I don't know how that tastes. I'll let you in a little secret. I've been looking up stuff for a little graphic for this week, and I yesterday I was Google searching uh, pictures mm-hmm. of dead Eagles. It's oh, not... Yeah, I know what's funny is I don't know what I was expecting to see, but I saw exactly it. It just, I don't know if I can put that graphic. I really thought about it. I was like, I don't know. If was I it should. like eagles with their feathers removed or like some, some of them were like, like dead. some of them had had like something happen to them. I was basically trying to find like I found a picture of Carson Wentz uh, hunting and having like like look like 20 dead ducks in front of him in a row like, piled up. And so I was going to just replace that graphic with eagles. And saying like he's an eagle killer, like he's like no self, whatever, something like something along those lines. Like he's hurts his team, and even whatever. I was gonna fake news it all the way and say he murdered a bunch of eagles, um, but it got a little deep and dark, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to go this route. And and but, now you're on Peter's watch list for potential eagle murderers. That's what I was thinking. Now I'm on. Well, I mean, if they check my Google, they're gonna be like, this person should be put to death right now. They're a horrible. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Hey, whatever. I'm not the but only moving, one But Moving away from Lonnie's porn addiction, um, what did you guys think about the game against San Francisco? Uh, okay, well, I'll start because I know probably where you're going to go. I, like I said to you, I was happy with the outcome, and I'm continuing the, the, the saying of a, a W is a W, and I'm super... I think it's one of those things that we got through that game with all these injuries and things that were happening. And hey, wake up call. We almost lost to a team. Now, I will throw this out there. The fact that they took out Brian Hoyer, who we were going to murder all day, and they put in a guy who no one has film on, didn't really help us. Um, and I think we kind of handled that pretty well. And I, and I said this to you during the game, the first game that we all watched together this season. Thank you. Uh, and I said... This is, uh, he's a rookie, and what do rookies do? They always give you a turnover. He's going to give us a turnover. And he gave it to us at the, literally the right time. So uh, I'm happy with the win. I wish they did some things better, but it's one of those things where we came out of the W, let's move on the Eagles, the Niners are done. Maddie, what did you think of the game? You, you know, I totally agree with Lonnie. It's the, the, the league is so unpredictable, and like, who could have predicted that? their rookie quarterback would, you know, give them a spark to keep the game close. So I, I, I'm just glad to have won the game and it's just anything can happen in, in, in the league. And, uh, I just, I just wanted the W because going into, going into the Eagles game two and three, I feel like would have been devastating, especially with all the injuries. Now we got a little momentum and now we actually have a chance at the division. If we can, uh, if we can pull it off against the Eagles, if we don't, then you know there may be some trouble 
trying to to get the uh, division locked down. Well, I will uh, echo the sentiments of uh, Jay Gruden and the sentiments of Kirk Cousins. I don't know if you guys uh, saw on the page I posted yesterday that uh, they had Kirk Mike uh, mic'd up for the game. And one of the things Kirk said was, like, halfway through the game, he was like, you know what the problem with this is? You start falling into this whole thing where you feel safe. You start playing safe. You start playing not to lose instead of to win. And you go conservative. And I definitely felt once we had the lead, it went real conservative. That's when we started getting a, a bunch of three and outs. We just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball. Um, and then the same thing that uh, Jay said after the game, which was, hey, it's kind of messed up at this point because we're, I know what my team is. I know how good we are. And, yeah, we won, and that feels great. But we didn't live up to our potential, and so I am it's, – it's not as – Good of a feeling of a, of a win. And I get yeah. it. A win's a win. Really right. A win's a win. And, and I'm not going to take anything away from that. But my expectations for this team has now gone up way higher than it was before the season started. And it exactly kind of, you know, it goes back to uh, the old Cobra Kai motto. There is no mercy in this dojo. And so that being said, when you have the lead, it's not the time to take the foot off the gas. It's time to push the gas even harder and just kill them. Well, well, here's here's you know, two things with that. Two things. One is that we don't know. We don't like for us. We think a lead is 14 points, and that's not true in the NFL. And that's stupid. Do we, we still think that? We like oh, 14 points, and then we always give up leads at 14 points. What's that? Is there something? Who's that? I'm here. Mika's joined us. Oh, Jesus! How Mika enters? It's crazy. Um, the uh, so we don't we don't know fourteen points is not enough for us to be like okay with the lead, and number two, um, we haven't scored more than twenty seven points this this year. So until we do that, I'm not sure that I mean I know we can get there. I would leave that we can get there, but we're not a high scoring team right now. So we need to continue to try and score. And fourteen points can't be a point where we're like all right, well we we think we're dominating this team because like like Chief is saying, it's any given Sunday. Four quarters of the game, you know, you can't just assume we're going to win this game because we're up already. It, and you're right; they can't take their foot off the gas. But I haven't seen them really put the gas into motion except for against the Raiders. And still, we only scored 27 points. So. Well, again, it's 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 up until a halftime gas. We don't have enough ca- uh, gas on the car to get past halftime. We go up huge, and in that whether it's KC, uh, the Raiders, San Fran, even uh, the Rams. We come out, we blow them off the, the blocks right off the, off the bat, and then we slow down. Yeah, we give them points, and then we like try to we stumble through the rest of the game. I think it's a, it's a top-down issue. Um, this is one thing that's always been a concern for me with Gruden, and, uh, and really uh, you, you see it rear its ugly head again today. And, you know, it's one of those things where um, like with Kurt, you know, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys were talking about his soundbite on Inside the NFL, but um, yep. <clears throat> yeah. So you know, with the soundbite, that tells me that it rubs off on Kirk, um, and and Kirk kind of mentally says, you know what, I'm going to play a little conservative here too because we're ahead, and the play calling's maybe a little bit more conservative, and so it is just mentality becomes, you know, play with the lead instead of just play football, and. That's a dangerous thing for Kirk, period. I think anytime Kirk tries to play 
you know, not to make mistakes, he makes mistakes. You know, you know, when Kirk goes out there and just plays football, Kirk plays football and he plays it really well. He plays it at a extremely high level. So, you know, I I hate that. You guys hear me screaming at the top of my lungs during the games when we get conservative, I can't stand it. You know, I, I believe yeah, like in my, no one likes it. Yeah. I I said to you, I think it was Lonnie, always be Kobe. Always step on motherfuckers' throats. Like just yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, I hate and then- we we just we kind of like just don't have that that gene right now. It looks like, and part of it is we don't. I don't know that we have a closer on our team right now. You know what I mean? Like, hey, just throw the ball to who is it? Ryan Grant right now? Is Reed going to be? The, you, you know, you, you could have said previous years. Oh, Reed, we can milk Reed this drive, or Crowder's got this drive, whatever. I mean, maybe it could be Chris Thompson, but I, I need a guy who's going to be like, is it Kirk? He the closer on the team who's like game over. We need a Why, game I would I would actually argue that Kirk is the is the closer right now because it is that they take their foot off the gas, they let the other team catch up, and what we've seen consistently in the last couple of weeks is all of a sudden Kirk goes, What, what? Oh, I'm sorry, I was taking a nap. Okay, what's happening now? Oh, we're playing football still? Okay. And that's when he's actually been using his legs the last couple of weeks to make plays to finish out at least an offensive drive. That more often than not has won us the game. So then it's on him when. So basically, are we all saying that all of this is on him? If it, he's uh, top down, it, you know, if, well, if, if he's no, the one that slows down the game plan, like let's say the game plan doesn't slow down because they're choosing play calling, right? And so he still has right. his reads. He decides to like do these short, whatever. I mean, dick and dunks instead of going downfield. So this is all on Kirk. Is what I'm hearing. I mean, certain things are. That's the problem. What was that? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say certain things are definitely like, you know, I, I was yelling at a couple times that there's there's audibles there that, that should have been called if they weren't already, like, you know, running that play. You, you know, one thing that, that drives me nuts is is we get a lot, you know, we, 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 go, uh, we go with our, our spread and you see we're in a run formation with, with Jumbo or with, with a double tight. Um, even though we're in the shotgun <clears throat> and you know, okay, runs coming, right. And they're set up for run. They're, they're going out wide nine on defense and they got one safety high and press man on the outside. And I'm thinking you have to take a shot here. You have, yeah. you have to go at least once, just once. And, get and, the penalty. and yeah, just go give it, give a 50, 50 ball. You got prior on the outside, man to man, or you got Doxon on, on the outside, man to man. And I'm just thinking like, you know, once or twice in a, in a while, you, you got to go for it and at least keep them honest and make them say, you know, they can't just sit there and 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 push guys up on the line and, and try to press men when they know we're going to run. And then, you know, Jay Gruden got reliance. On, I don't know what happened this, this week, but he, he really fell in love with trying to run outside on the Niners. And pretty much after the first quarter and a half, it wasn't working. And, you know, when you try to run outside and it doesn't work, you lose yardage. Oh, man. And... Well, you know. Know, <laughs> the uh, here's let me make a point about what you're saying about the whole Kirk Cousins. Like, so he he said that point when he threw the first pass, the first touchdown that Dotson got, where he threw it up and he's like, he doesn't like to throw those balls, but you know, he knows just throw it out there for him and let him get it. Well, then I wonder, like, you know, he kind of felt, you know, he had a trust thing with Deshaun Jackson that I don't know if he has right now during game time because he threw that one pass and it got intercepted and they called it back and then. 
he threw another one, and that was clearly an interception. And it was like to end the half, and it was like, are you just not sure how to throw the ball deep if it's not Deshaun Jackson right now? You don't want to trust the rhythm. Like, what's going on? Because he he seems to have an issue right now with throwing the ball deep to some of these guys. I know I know we've connected on a few, but we've got some where it just looks like he's gotten worse than he's ever been. Well, I don't know what the numbers are on that. I, I would say this. I think his problem with throwing the ball deep is not it's it's how you're throwing it deep. When you threw it to Deshaun deep, and I actually watched this on the one interception, um shit, I can't remember it was Doxon, I think he was throwing to. When you're throwing a fifty fifty ball deep, you're throwing it to on the receiver, but you're throwing it above them, so he has to jump up and get it. When you're throwing deep to Desha- uh to Jackson, you're throwing way ahead of him and he's running out forward to go get it. So he's used to throwing it ahead of them versus like right at them, but high. And that's where I think his confusion is and where he's not synced up completely. No, I agree a hundred percent. You know, that's what I was going to actually say. Uh, you took my point away. <laughs> um, I, I knew you were going to say that. That's why I jumped in before you could say that. So I thought <laughs> it smart. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely on the deep ball. He's still trying to lead his receivers. Um, like there's the one, the prior on a play action, and he actually, or no, they, they did the fake uh, screen, which I was calling for. I mean, like, it, it's another thing that's wide open there because they're jumping the screen route. And um, they, they did the pump screen to, to prior. He rolls out. He's got the man beat, but Kirk tried to lead him to, into the end zone instead of just throwing it up for him to try and make a play. There's the, uh, the deep ball that wound up being the interception. And um, that one, I think, was... Uh, the second one was a throwaway. The first one was meant to be high for Reed to try and catch, but he threw it a little bit too high. So that was the one time he actually tried. <laughs> and then there's the one to Doxon on, on the right side where, again, he tried to lead him and said he should have actually just tried to let him make a play. Um, you know, I, it's, it's something that, and again, which was funny because C.J. Beathard comes in, and that's exactly what he started doing. Is, and he's got little guys out there. I mean, Garcon is his biggest receiver. And he kept throwing balls up to let them make plays. You know, you saw that our, our guys were in position, but because the balls were up, they couldn't get there, and his guys were able to get there. Yeah. I mean, it's something that Kirk can do. He's just not doing it. Yeah. Well, just gotta, on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one thing, I, one thing, you know, definitely this season, I'm, I'm solid on. I'm, I'm 100% behind. I've seen enough. Kirk Cousins, when he sees that he needs to get better at something, he gets better at it. Um, you know, he, he learns from his game. He learns from, from what happens week to week. And, and that's, to me, that's the, my favorite aspect of the player, period, but especially in quarterbacks, because you see too many quarterbacks that get complacent with their ability, and they just run around doing what they think they can do all the time. Um, even to some extent, Aaron Rodgers, is like, this is what I am, and I'm just really good at it. Nobody can stop me. And, um, you know, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, rely on being able to break down defenses and make accurate throws and, and do it on rhythm and in time. And so Kirk Cousins doesn't have the luxury of being this great athlete who can run around and throw the ball across his shoulder, <laughs> you, know, you know, down the other side of the field. So he, he you could see him, he's getting better at, at audible calls, he's getting better at, at uh, calling the, the protections at, at the line of scrimmage. He's, he's getting better week to week at, at making sure he's hitting these guys uh, in stride um, so that they can make more plays. 
getting the ball out of his hand. I saw this week, uh, I don't know if you guys caught it, he threw a ball um, with a sidearm motion to avoid the rush. Yeah. How often yeah. How often does he do that? Yeah. Not often. Right. So you're seeing Kurt learn, and he's actually getting a little bit, dare I say, uh, it looks like he's having a little fun out there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. he does. So look, let's get these guys on the same page. You know, I like hearing that. I don't know if it's another decoy, but them talking about, um, you know, really trying to up Dachshund's, uh, you know, targets this week. I don't know if they're just trying to save him, maybe for the later half of the season. Why? Uh, Saving who I don't what? I don't understand what this deal is. Like, I don't know why he came in, he scored a touchdown, and then you didn't see him at all for the rest of the yeah, game. Does he only know certain plays? Are they, are they only, like, giving him, like, touchdown plays? Say, hey, at least learn these, you know? Right. I mean, what's going on? Teams, and you know, it's funny. That's the one question I see online, and I see it, and I hear it at the bar. It's like, "Where's Dotson? Dotson? Where's Dotson?" It's like, um, "Oh, hey, can we get that down by by the way from uh, Jurassic Park, where he's like, hey, 'Hey, don't say my name.' They're like, Dotson, I've got Dotson here. Can we have that, please?'" Um, does anyone know what I'm talking about? You know, best thing I, I heard in that little, you know, Kirk Mike Dub is he calls him Papa Doc. Which I don't even know what that is. Papa right. Doc from uh, Eight Mile Eminem. Eight Mile. <laughs> Papa Doc. Yeah. yeah, I got all the references. Let me know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, it's just like where where he goes halfway through. It's kind of mind boggling because you see him do things. You're like, look, he's a big body guy who's just manhandling these. You know, I didn't put that. To put that. Did he just? What happened to him? Where would he go? He's gone through the abyss. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I need to see more from Dotson. I need to see more consistency. And then, like, I forget, is it Habley? Are you done with Pryor? Who's done with Pryor? Someone said they're done with Pryor. I'm done with Pryor. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Pryor either. What's the, what's up with that? I'm not done with Pryor, but I, I think he's definitely, right now, at this stage, until he shows me something consistently, he's basically a, um, I don't even want to say glorified. He's just a... I'm sorry, I don't know what you mean. Oh, no problem. He's kind of like a Marvin Jones at this point. Like, you know, Marvin Jones in his first couple of years uh, with was it, uh, the Bengals, right? Uh, where you see a lot of potential there. He's a big guy, big-bodied, but um, it makes some, some amazing plays from time to time. But most of the time, you're like, why didn't he catch that ball? Or like Mohamed Sanu. You know, they're basically kind of the same player right now. You can use him on the deep ball, some 50-50 ball. But you don't know what you're going to get all the time. You know, they really want, I think, Dachshund to emerge. And I think this is kind of what this was all about, trying to build his confidence, catching the ball with with uh, um, with, uh, with someone on him, you know, competing for the ball at the same time. Um, I just don't understand why he's not in there more. Essentially, it's like we, it's like we what we all thought was that Pryor was going to come in and be number one. Dotson kind of fill a little number two role, but they're kind of switching. You're saying we're going to get more more stuff from Dotson and make uh, prior a sort of possession receiver. It's weird. I think Grant might be supplanting both of them in a lot of ways as most consistent receiver. Uh, he reminds me a lot of like Armani Toomer from the Giants, where you just like knew where you throw the ball to him, he'd get it, he'd get the first down, he'd get out of bounds if he needed to. He did whatever you needed him to do as a receiver. And right now, Ryan Grant's like touchdown. I got that. Uh, First down, I got that. 
and he's not falling down and dropping the ball. So he's kind of becoming the most consistent guy we have receiving, besides Chris Thompson, of course. Right. Well, I, I think Pryor's actually doing a reverse of the one-year contract. So usually what you hear is always in the last year of someone's contract, or if they're on a one-year contract, it's an earn-it thing. It's, you know, oh, my God, this guy's going to have a big year. He's on a one-year deal. He's got to prove it. He's going he's gonna to be amazing. Doc, uh, Pryor's doing the opposite of that, which is, I'm on a one-year contract. I want to play next year. I don't want to get hurt. So I'm not going to risk anything. You know, apparently he hasn't caught a single uh, pass this season between the hashtags over the middle. And therefore, that says to me is I don't want to do anything that I might get hurt that I'll be out next year. But it's he's not getting the problem here is, hey, man, regardless if you're healthy or hurt, you're not going to get a good deal next year if you don't start taking some of those hits across the middle, catching the ball riskier plays, you know, that's what you got to I mean, do. They're not riskier plays. They're just wide receiver plays. They're just general things that wide receivers are supposed to do. It's part of your job. So well, you, I think you, get, you get blown up a lot of times when you take one uh, in the middle. Yeah, but, you know, what? Antonio Brown gets blown up all the time. He seems to be fine, except for the time perfect to come out. But, like, you know what I mean? It just You do it. You become a better receiver. Right. It, yeah, I know things like he's still uh, – <laughs> You know, he was saying it before as a quarterback. He's like, man, getting those hits. I'm like, okay, cool. So, Terrell Pryor doesn't like to get hit. Great. Now everyone knows. So, you know, go to hit him. He might, like, get scared and fumble the ball or not even catch it. Great. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with, with, with Terrell Pryor is, is, is as a receiver, yes, he's tall. Um, and, yes, he's shown a propensity to make some circus catches. But I think the reality with him is that in essence, he is kind of a Deshaun Jackson type of player where he, he is relying on his speed. Um, so he's going to, you know, I think what they want from him, or I think what you realize now, what you have with him, I guess is the best way to put it, is your ideal situation is Doxon's the one, right? And, uh, or the X. And uh, Terrell is the Z, right? And, and that way, Terrell's running... The, the stretch plays, the fade route, and so forth. And Doxon's running the possession route because he's just a better route runner anyway. So yeah, I think, yeah. So I, I think that's what they want is I think they want Doxon to take that role. Um, maybe they've been waiting till he's ready. You know, kind of like a Zach Brown situation. Like, okay, <laughs> we know you're a great athlete and a great linebacker, but we want you to learn the defense before we trust you fully in that Mike role. And once he was there, they were like, okay, we're comfortable with you there. Period. Well, sure. Well, you have whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, we kind of switched over the defense there. Uh, how about a what was that Fuller on that interception? Yeah, Fuller. Yeah. Dunbar. <laughs> Dunbar. Dunbar. No, just Dunbar's game in general. Oh, Dunbar. <laughs> yeah. No, he he stepped up. I think that some of these injuries have. I mean. Even beyond just injuries, these guys were coached up already. So they're like, it's nice to see that the defense is, even though, yeah, we gave up some, you know, again, this guy beat hard was just really all over the field. And it's really kind of, you know, mobile quarterbacks. <laughs> guys start yeah. moving around. We're like, you know, we, that's a constant problem for us is people who have movement and mobility. Hoyer, we're like, cool, we got you, man. I'm not going to do too much. We can, like, get in his head. New guy comes in, we're like, uh, our defense almost looked like they weren't sure what to do a lot of times. It's like, this guy's not doing anything amazing. You know? Not doing anything we haven't yeah. seen before from better quarterbacks. No. I just think they weren't pre- prepared. 
Yeah, yeah, most yeah. Of them, but they held together for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I love our corner depth. That's one thing I can say is the corners. You know, with Norman out, Breland out, the depth on the corners are, is is good. Yeah, Fabian got beat. But didn't Fabian get beat? Or who was it? There were there were two things there. Um, there's the one is Jonathan Allen going out. You could see uh, our our ability to collapse the pocket really shrank after that. Um, you know, I understand. Billy as a rookie, he's just that's what he's done already as he come in. He's just completely <laughs> dominated. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's it really hurts to lose him for what we're losing him for. I, I love that uh, quick note that after the surgery, they got good enough news to put him on the short term disability. So there's a chance for him to come back for playoff time, baby. I love that. Yeah, I love. Thank God. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, right? <laughs> Uh, can we take a quick poll on who knew exactly what a Liz Frank injury was? I've heard that. Yeah, that's. that's not that was Morgan common. Moses' injury uh, two years ago that kept yeah. him off uh, his rookie season, basically. Um, basically, any, everyone but, but the chief knew. <laughs> I did not know that. And I'm the, and, and I'm the guy who, who, who's supposed to know this kind of stuff. You're supposed to know these things. Yeah. It's also uh, a common baseball injury as well. So yeah. I know it more from baseball than I know it from football. But oh. uh, somebody else, uh, even going back farther than Morgan Moses, somebody had that on the Redskins. I want to say back in like 2013 season, maybe 2012. That's when Tyler, I first heard it. Tyler Columbus. Maybe there you that. go. Yo, Columbia. It's a, it's a, um, I don't want to say common, but it's it's right there with, um, you know, with hammies and um, and microfracture. When you hear those terms, usually like Hammies and Mikey's. Yeah. Hammies and Mikey's. They sound like different like different sandwiches from different yeah. regions of the United States. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if like you go in to talk to the doctor and like you you're, you're there and you got carted off and he's like, All right, looks like you got a Mikey. And you're like, What? <laughs> Why are you saying it like this? <laughs> are you poor? Are you so passionate with this? <laughs> Yeah, Mikey, we're gonna have Sergi. You're like, what? <laughs> please, Fuck you, please don't treat me like a child and take this seriously. It's my career. Yeah, take my career seriously. Does Here's that mean lolly. that? Does that mean when the doctor gives you a clean bill of health with that, he says you can drop the Mikey? Yeah, drop the Mikey. You're like, please. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, moving uh, right along here to <laughs> probably the biggest game we're gonna play. Uh, I I'd almost say all season in a lot of ways. Um, because this could get us right back in the race for uh, first place here against the Eagles. What do you? What are your thoughts on that, Mika? Uh, this game means right now. This game means this is our Super Bowl right now. So um, you can forget about anything until we go out there and we beat this team on Monday. Um, I, I feel like, uh, and I feel like they're going to be taking it that way too. Um, I think Philly wants to come out on their home turf um, after Chiefs losing on Thursday. They want to really. Uh, cement their status as uh, what they believe as the best team in the league. Philly fans are really puffing their chest right now. And, uh, and so is, uh, you know, the Eagles team, a lot of the, the pundits, um, you're getting kind of a mix, you know, you know, who's going to, who they're going to take in this game. But I really feel that the Redskins, this is a desperation game. And as at the same time, it really is like, we need to, to, to cement our status as well. Um, it's not, you know, we've had our litmus test. This is no longer a where are we. 
we should know where we are and we know that we need to go out there and beat this Eagles team on Monday night. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm looking at the fact that we, you know, we say whatever our game was against San Fran, like I said, WW, we came out, we won the game. And that's a game that we could have very easily, you know, coughed up and lost and come out with a, like a loss in the game. But no, we, we found a way to win a game that we didn't look great in. And despite what a lot of, like, Skins fans, you know, they were, like, real bitter towards the end, like, oh, we're going to lose this. Like, shut up. Look, we put it together. We came together. We won the game. And so that momentum of, of winning the game that we were like, man, we could have definitely lost to an 0-5 team. Like, we understand what's going on. We understand the severity. Guys who are stepping up know what they have to do. And I think that this is going to be a great week for us to kind of come together as a full team and put the offense together and say, okay, look, let's try out. Let's, let's show how bad the Eagle secondary really is. And let's go deep, try out all the things you're going to try out. This is Monday Night Football. You know, we, we've already broken the curse of whatever. We crushed the Raiders. So, and we had a really great showing against the Chiefs. And it's like, all right, let's do it again on Monday against the Eagles. It seems very easy for us to know what we have to do and just keep a constant spy on Carson Wentz. Having Jonathan Allen out is going to affect this, this game a little bit, but that's just going to have to be – we have to have a spy on this guy and hit him a lot. I mean, every time we get a chance to hit him, just hit him. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, the, uh, oh, all right. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, – back on what Lonnie was talking about. It's one thing I really wanted to talk about today, period, was, you know, this Niner game was – there's a lot of – I wanted to blow them out. Um, with everybody else, we wanted to blow them out. And like it, it was there for us to blow them out. That said, you know, in life, it's not about what you want, right? <laughs> it's what you can get out of it. And and I think that at the end of the day, San Francisco is what, five games they've lost within three points? Um, mm-hmm. Their last five games. So they, they don't, they play everyone close. It was set up to be a perfect trap game. It's It's absolutely a perfect trap game. You know, you're sitting there thinking about the Eagles ahead of time. Uh, we just got off of a bye. Uh, we're feeling good about ourselves, playing well on, on Monday night against the Chiefs. All this stuff meant, like, you know, we got to come in. You got to, you know, play up your opponent and not play down to them. And and I feel like at the end of the day, with all the things that went wrong on the field, made that game close, a horrible call on that fumble with Vernon Davis. Horrible, horrible call. Um, and, and all that stuff going wrong. The team showed me toughness through adversity. They showed me the ability to, to stay with the plan, the game plan, and, and eventually pull out a victory um, against a tough opponent that doesn't go down easily despite the record. And all those things told me that this team is for real. And that's what I wanted to say. So, you know, it's, you can't take a lot. You get a little scared because why, why are we playing it close to the Niners who are 0-6 if you look at that? Right off the bat. What? what? That, that didn't come through. But that's okay. Keep going, Mika. But, but the Niners are, are a decent football team. They're going to get better once they figure out their quarterback situation. And, you know, for anyone to say that we should have, you know, steamrolled them or that, you know, this victory isn't, isn't worth anything, I think they're not watching football right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you, they, you played, keep, they played hard. I'm, you teed me up perfectly, so let me kind of – I'm glad I let you interrupt there. Just the way that everyone was, like, constantly like, oh, the Niners, they've only lost by three. They've only lost by three. They've only lost by three. It's in every single game they've been in. We're the same thing. 
We're three and two, but the difference is, you know, and I know technically speaking, the score does not reflect. We've only lost by three. But look at Philly. You know, yeah. bullshit call, fumble, boom, they get a touchdown. That was a loss by three. That was really, truly a loss by three because that was a bullshit call on the Eagles game. And we were in it and about to drive down the field. And I honestly believe, just like we've been in every game we won, we drove down to win. We were in it and we could have won that game if that bullshit call hadn't gone our way. Look at the uh, Kansas City game. Same thing. Drive down the field. Dotson hangs on that ball. Whole new thing. If, if Kirk had thrown the check down, just gotten the first down, got more plays, same thing. Or if you, they run some time off the clock. All the same thing. We would have been, even if we had lost that game, it would have been by three rather than the flea flicker, throw it back to Kirk, fumble, blah, blah, blah. They get seven points. Now we've technically speaking lost by 10, but we were in that game. So just like everybody's giving the 49ers credit for only losing by three, really people should be going, we're a three and two team, but those two losses were only by three. So in that same respect, we've been in every game. We're competitive every game. I, I was listening to people, you know, they did, I want to say it was inside the NFL, was going around the table going, all right, we're going to go through every team in the NFL. Who could be in the Super Bowl? Uh, all three of them said Eagles. But two out of three uh, said, said the Redskins. We're no joke. We could come into Philly and punch them in the mouth and take them over. And this is well, and this is time to do it. We're on the big stage. This is time to show up in front of a national audience and go, we're here, we're for real, we're awesome. Yeah, it makes me a little concerned when, like, Bucky Brooks starts picking us in, in a big game against his former, you know, <laughs> his former... I saw that, I saw that too, Mika, and I was like, ooh, I, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> so, yeah, it makes me a little queasy, you know, seeing that. But, you know, he was one, uh, there's a couple other... People are, were starting to turn heads because, you know, even guys that you could tell didn't really watch, you know, the tape of our games before. They just kind of watched the box score and some some little highlight snippet. But they've gone back, and, and now they're coming around and saying, hey, wait a second. You know what? The Redskins were into game, really played better than the other team in one of them. And the other one started playing better and actually had a really good chance to win that game. And if it weren't for some plays, probably actually should have won that game. Um, so it, you know, it wasn't even just like we were hanging on by tooth and nail to stay close to the Eagles, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and the other thing is it doesn't get talked about a lot in comparison again, for whatever it's like in the NFL, but in comparison, the Eagles have played a much easier schedule so far. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. We've been playing some real hosses. <laughs> so and the Eagles also have had a last-second miracle field goal. Um, they had a Cam Newton that was just like, "Here's the ball, as much times as you want it." And I mean, they've had they've had a few things where it's really been a little bit of luck, and not necessarily they've had skill from, but just what I've seen. Um, I think you know they got a good thing going with their quarterback, and that's that's my only really worry is Carson Wentz. It, I'm not worried about any of the receivers, the running backs, defense. Nothing else really worries me. Carson Wentz is the one where I'm like, all right, look, this guy can move around and he's annoying and he's he has a good, good deep ball. So I want to just I really want to hit him hard. I don't know who the backup quarterback is, but I kind of want to see him play a little bit. Like, I don't <laughs> it's Nick Foles. Great. Can we oh, please give me Nick Foles? Na Napoleon Dynamite himself. Yeah. I want to see yeah. a lot of blitzing in this game. Uh, you know, yeah. one thing I look on tape, Wentz 
when he's not being pressured is tops in the league. And I mean, it's easy to say for a lot of quarterbacks, but he's really good when he has time. And really his game is kind of predicated on it. He'd rather hold on to the football. He doesn't get rid of it real quick on a consistent basis. He, in a lot of their plays, too, along developing play action type, we're the best defense against play action. So I do like our chances there. But I want to see us get in his face more often. I want, to, I want to pressure him. I want to make him make throws that are not he's not comfortable making. And, uh, and I want to really get up in people's faces because they haven't shown me that they can deal with, with press man coverage on a consistent basis. Cool. Well, real quick, uh, hi, this is Matt from Los Feliz, uh, California. Uh, big, big fan of you guys. I've been listening for a while. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to just make this call quick because I have to go to work. But uh, prediction of the game, Redskins are going to do 32 to 28. And um, I'm going to go ahead and hang up, and I'll listen to uh, your guys' response off, off the line. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Great call. Great call. Right. Yeah, appreciate talk, it. talk to you guys later. Uh, remind people to rate us on uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, yeah. all that stuff. Rate, sure. yeah, and follow us. All right. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Later, Matt. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, with uh, with this game coming out Monday night, you know, there's always the talks for especially the Redskins with these primetime games. Is is there such thing as kind of a you know a do we do we have some sort of Monday night curse or a, a uh, no. just we, we just do badly in prime time? How do you guys feel about that? No, I don't. I don't I'm done with all the previous <laughs> Redskins years of information coming into this year and people who have said, well, you know, we've always done. I'm like, shut up. I, 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 could, I just don't care. And then all the fans out there who continue to do that, if you're around me, I'm going to tell you to shut up. Because I don't care about this whole, well, you know, we've done this before, whatever, primetime game, whatever, different team, different year. You know, let's go with what we got going on right now and look at that and say, you know, we've played well already this year, primetime. So there, that, that's already the answer right there. We've already played well this year, so let's focus on what we've done this year and let's not focus on the other stuff. So there's no curse. There's not. Yeah, I agree with Lonnie. Like, I mean, first of all, wasn't that broken last year pretty much? I mean, I get it if you wanted to see a few yeah. more. I mean, Kirk basically destroyed Green Bay last week, last year. Um, yeah. You know, he played well in another Monday night game. Um, you know, so. Now, he hasn't he he won in a Monday night game. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, not winning is an issue, but, you know, look, again, playing against Kansas City down to the wire like that, especially watching the games that they've played since then. Um, you know, they, they really they just came out flat against Pittsburgh, and uh, last night was just the Raiders willing to win and the refs helping them out quite a bit. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But I feel that this team, this team playing on prime time, right, is, is just always bringing your hard hat. That's just really the key. It doesn't matter if it's time or if it's Sunday morning, you know, and uh, playing the team. The players need to go out there, put their hard hats on, take their lunch pails to work, and just go to work. And, and we're seeing a team that does that. And, and the other thing is, 
and I keep saying it all year, how defense will travel. You know, and if you can play defense in this league, it doesn't matter what time zone you're playing, where you're playing, what field you're playing. If you can play defense, you're all right. You're going to be in games. Games are going to be close. And can we get some turnovers? I'd love to see some turnovers in this game. Um, I'd love yeah. to see um, – I, I don't want them to run the football at all. Like, I want – every time they run the ball, I want I want them to keep them going. That's yeah, what I would do. I feel like it's very possible. <laughs> I mean, like, the turnover situations bother me, too, because we're, we're there, but we're not, like – it's a matter of time. Like, situations where it's, like, we're close, we're not kidding. Yet, somehow, we're having these weird things where we're having these turnovers. But, and the turnover battle is you know, we turn the ball over the game. Yeah. That's how it goes. You know, that's how it goes for anyone in the NFL. But we've had them actually come back and not help us out at all. You know, we can't come back from those turnovers. So Dunbar, uh, like, yeah. could have had four, <laughs> four interceptions in that game against Bristol last week. So yeah. hopefully he'll even figure that out and catch the ball. Yeah, uh, I we, mean, I think it's important. What, what do you guys think about some of these key injuries we have? Obviously, Jonathan Allen has been put in uh, IR. Uh, Dustin Hopkins has put in IR. We even talked about this Nick Rose, this Nick Rose fellow. Uh, and then not to mention the cornerbacks, Britt Breland and uh, Norman are, uh, are also injured right now. I think they've been in limited in practice though this week. So there may be a is chance Breland to see out? them. Yeah. Is Breland yeah. out? I, I didn't hear. Um, I, I know Breland tried to practice yesterday, and the coaches were like, "What are you doing?" Something. I don't. Um, some people made it sound like he injured himself. Some people made it sound like they were just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa get off the field!" Like he basically was like practicing when he shouldn't be. Um, so uh, I'm still waiting to find out about that. Actually, I don't know. Which one. Um, I, I would think. I mean, if he can run, he can run. But um, I'm hearing Norman's pretty much going to play. That's what it seems like to me. Um, oh, Monday? Yeah. Um, and they're not, they're not going to give him official status, but um, I think he was uh, not a full participant, limited participant, but I think he was saying he would be good to go. Um, seemed to be the word. Um, I... I- I've always really enjoyed this, uh, how closely we keep an eye on these injuries, especially, you know, publicly speaking. So that kind of plays into the gamesmanship of of the strategy for the game. Because, uh, like, it, it, it would be nice if you're the Eagles to know if Josh Norman is going to play, right? But right. you keep hearing different things. So I, I just, I, I've always really enjoyed that with, uh, especially football. I feel like, it's it's such a personnel based thing because you have so many different matchups. Uh, it's it's really smart strategy wise to hold off on saying anything specific about like a Josh Norman until you know Monday. You can do with the uh, what the Patriots do and just always list Tom Brady on the injury report, and that way you're just never sure what's going on. Right. <laughs> it's a clever move, though. I mean, whatever. Just always injured. Uh. Didn't, he, didn't he one time, like, didn't Belichick one time just list his whole team as questionable yeah, or something? Yeah, questionable. <laughs> They're all questionable, so I just went ahead and put them all on there. I figured it was the best one. And, uh, <laughs> it's uh, super, it's not in your business. We were the folks in the <laughs> 
So, so uh, are you okay? <laughs> A common thread in our, uh, or a common uh, top topic in our uh, message thread lately has been videos of this Nick Nick Rose, the uh, replacement for Dustin Hopkins, uh, doing backflip uh, field goals and walking around with no T-shirt and being a total <laughs> bro gif. So what's right. the deal with this guy? Is he gonna is he gonna be able to to handle? the stage on Monday, if it comes down to him. If he's uh, confident, like you say, he's a bro's a confident man. <laughs> he's just a, a real bro. He's going to be confident. Hopefully cocky. Like what's the name from the Raiders? Was it, uh, that, you know, the Raiders guy, punter. Oh, the punter King. 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 Yeah. Marcus King. Marcus King. Yeah. That dude. Like I love a swagger, man. I don't care if you're a kicker, be bold. And so, like, if he's, you know, we can use it from wherever. If special teams feels like they got a guy out there who has a little bit of, like, extra attitude, that could come in handy, you know? So, use it did, did, until did you, you guys? Did you guys feel like you were losing confidence in Dustin Hopkins this season? Especially after a lot of the misses last season? I just couldn't watch with the field goal, period. Like, it's just, I mean, I, you know, he wasn't bad. But it just, he's just not consistent enough. And, you know, it always makes me work. But, you know, I just feel that way about kickers in general now. It's like even the really, really good ones are, are still. Consistent. Yeah, that's insane. I, I feel scared watching any kicker. There's no guaranteed. I mean, there's a few guys who are lock ins, but there's even still, you know, you don't know what's going on. And there's guys who have missed, like, was, who is it, the Tampa Bay kicker who they could have beat the Patriots and this guy just sucked? It's like, what, what are we doing? Like, kickers have one job, and somehow for them it's gotten a lot harder to do, and I don't understand. I don't understand what, what's going on with them. And so, whatever. I mean, I'll give this guy the benefit of the doubt and, you know, hope that it comes down to not needing to have him do, to do the sports, to hope that we're just like salting the game away, running the ball for the last quarter. That's ideally what I'd like to have. If he uh, yeah. if he does well and then continues playing for the next couple weeks, do you think he has a chance at taking a Hopkins job? Oh yeah, kickers are easily replaceable. All you need to have is one as well. You never come back. But you know what's cool? Hopkins will go to another team and he'll perform well for years for them. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> good. No, I can go through the list. Or a sweet before he got hurt. Oh, they all leave us and go do well. It's general DC sports. If you played in DC, you go to the team. You're probably going to be an all-star. Hey, isn't isn't Squeezem also still kicking for the Steelers? So, yeah. I thought oh, he got hurt. He um, oh shit. I don't like that we're on a uh, you know a rookie kicker. Essentially, there's another kicker in this league um, to answer the question directly. Um, but you know. We, the theme of this year, I guess, is man up. Um, you know, man up has got to get people rolling. Um, I uh, I like where we're at, not just depth wise, but from oh. coach. Wow. You guys hear me? Right. Yep. <laughs> but where we're at, where we're at from a coaching perspective, in that our coaches have guys prepared from you know the top of the roster to the bottom of the roster, and um, you know. Being able to sit there with Denver last week 
and have him play that well. Um, the Redskins fans were like, yeah, that's Dunbar, right? He's doing all right. Um, but you know, I want to see Moreau get up to speed because he can get taken advantage of if he's in there too much. Um, I really don't like it if, if DeShazer has ever is out of this game. Um, it worries me a little bit, but Monte's been playing really well. He healthy too. Is Monte doing okay? Uh, yeah, he's fine. He, he was back in the rest of the game. So, I guess maybe before we get into uh, get into our predictions for this week, I kind of want to touch a little bit more. Uh, Mika, you you had mentioned the Kirk sound effects. From, uh, right. from last week, and I just thought it was super eye-opening. I think that stuff is so fascinating, and yeah, Kirk himself him. is super fascinating. I really like hearing him. He is one of the best soundbites I've ever heard. He, he really is. I mean, it, there's a lot of funny stuff in there, but there's also stuff like, holy shit, Kirk is, is the leader of this team. You can definitely feel he's the leader of the team. Did you see the part where he was yelling at one of the one of the receivers? Why are you walking? Why are you walking? Like, And it was very like he was in charge on the field. I don't know. It was stuff like that I really like. Who was he yelling at, by the way? Anybody know? It was a tight end. Uh, I can't remember exactly. Reed uh, Davis, maybe? Niles Paul? I think, I think it might have. But, yeah. Which is funny because Paul can serve. But, um, yeah, I believe I it was Niles Paul. I have to go back and watch that video now. I, I love seeing Kirk. Kirk. Uh, the thing I love the most is, um, you know, I'm a nerd. I think pretty much all of us are nerds and, and i feel like more than any other player like i relate to him with like, he's just <laughs> he's such a dork out there with like yeah. his instruction it's like he's on he's in charge but he's nerdy about it you know like even in his high fives like when he <laughs> he's high fiving you know the the fan it didn't feel like a, like a tom brady going out there high fighting it felt well, like see, yes, i live about to say that dude he's he's, <laughs> he's a nerd not a dork yeah. Tom Brady is like super. You're like he's you're, you just look like a dork out there, and everyone's like, I don't want to high five you, Tom. It does you know, feel like Kirk is very, very genuine too, doesn't he? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I love when he's, he's sitting there and he's talking about, um, well, you know, what we discussed earlier. But um, what was the other one? Uh, that soundbite in the beginning. Um, it escapes me right now. We should just play it again. <laughs> Which one do we have a soundbite from? From what? I, I don't have it queued up, but you know, maybe if we take oh, okay. a pop, take a pause right here, we can. If you want to, I mean, nah. I would just I would just recommend to our listeners go check it out if you haven't. Yeah, yeah. really good. Maybe you should do some work to listeners. They're like, what? <laughs> why are you mad at us? <laughs> what are you doing? There's you a harder time. <laughs> I, I also like him giving giving uh giving a lot of credit to the line on that touchdown pass. That's He's the like, one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I took forever. I took forever. I just I, I like his intensity. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean like, that, that was all you guys. <laughs> but you know what's cool is like he does really thank his guys and he is one of those people that like he's not an eagle quarterback, you know, he's not gonna go and have some machine sign autographs for him. He's a legit guy who's like, you know, coming. This is what you like about him. You want him to do well and you want to keep him on the team because you want to have a guy who's like, like 
wholesome as you hope they are, and not like a, a Ben Ravensburger kind of guy. You want someone who's nice, you can bring the kids around. So it gives you that, that the thing. You're like, what well, do you want a quarterback? Plays well nonstop. You're like, great. He doesn't, then you're like, okay. Yeah, it does make him feel more likable. It's weird because the I feel like sometimes the narrative, especially with all that contract talk, is just like him and his side are just holding out and he doesn't really care about the Redskins or, or Washington. And maybe that's the case, but it does seem like he cares about like playing football. And if yeah. that's his job, that's what he cares about right now. Right? Am I are you guys getting that feeling too? Yeah, sure. I think also too, like people want to instantly the moment a player says they want a lot of money. People, they, they, I think the teams and, and media, which are together, try to like villainize them as like bad people. I'm like, yo, you're the team wants all the money in the world, okay? And now this player wants to get paid because they're getting their bodies beat up and they're probably have a much brain in, in their career. Yeah, let them get whatever they want. They're not villains. But no. we, we go to villainize them, and I think it's because it makes us feel like, and they want you to be like, hey man, these blue collar guys are watching this game and they don't make a lot of money. You shouldn't want millions of dollars. Like, yeah, they should want millions of dollars because the team wants millions of dollars. You go to these games, these stadiums, everything expensive. We know what's going on. Come on. So I'm saying, with Kirk, dude, go right ahead. Get your money. But play for your money. So far, he's done well. He's done well this year. I need to see him do some more, but you know what? It's a full season. Yeah, full I think season. Someone made a good point. I can't remember if it was uh, Phil Spins or. Um, I can't remember who it was, but they, they made a Ooh, really good Made a good point? All right. I I'll go with you on this journey, this fantastic right. journey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but basically, they were talking about the contract again. Um, it came up briefly. But they were like, um, you know, maybe that's what they were looking for. The team was looking for, you know, look, okay, we're giving you franchise money, and you're a nice player, but we still haven't seen that we need a franchise leader. You know, from you, we we don't we still haven't seen that. Um, are you the guy or are you just a guy? And and I think this year, more than any year, he's showing to be the guy. You know, taking charge on the field. I mean, again, that soundbite is is so great where he's just like, "What are you walking for?" You know, like <laughs> it's like, "Come on, urgency, people, let's go." And you can see it on the field. Kirk, too, it's like one of the things that he has is like, if he just, like, when he's moving the ball with his feet, it looks great because you're like, the one thing for him is like, just don't turn the ball over, dude. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make weird throws. Don't, uh, you know, don't turn the ball over in positions where you shouldn't be doing. And so, if that means he has to do whatever he has to do, throw the ball away, which he had a great throwaway in the, uh, a couple great throwaways in the uh, San Fran game. Um, but, like, if he's doing that and he's moving the ball with his feet, just that little bit of extra effort just shows us that, like, we can trust you. Give you this money and say, all right, we're giving you this money and not giving it to other people because you don't need them because you can now do, you can make up for what we're going to lose because we're paying you all this money. Which is essentially what we're doing. And we make up for what we're not going to have in certain aspects because we're going to take over. The other thing that we talked about um, before going into this season or at this point in the season is, um, Kirk pretty much seen like every defense of the season. Um, the teams that we've played, you know, I don't, I don't know that we played that. The Eagles are probably the best defense that we've played so far, um, if you think about it. Um, the Rams are a pretty good defense. Um, 
so being able to put up, you know, 27 on them was no, it was a 24, uh, was no short task, but, um, he's, he's seen everything. And a lot of people are trying to do that same thing that Pittsburgh did last year to stymie us, where they're trying to keep everybody in front and keep the, you know, the DBs back and rush, rush three or four and, uh, and just, you know, try and make it more difficult to squeeze balls in the tight windows. And Kirk's just, you know, okay, I'll take what you give me. You know, running back in a flat, okay, six yards. You know, oh, you want to, you know, go back again, another six yards. You know, just, just keep taking what they're given, keep matriculating down the field. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, just keep taking what the defense gives you. And um, it takes a certain amount of poise. It takes a certain amount of, um, of skill, of knowledge. And just, you, you know, you don't see rookie quarterbacks get to that place right away. Like even Carson Wentz, again, when he's he's in there in that pocket, he's not looking for checkdowns actively. Sometimes he come across them, but you know, again, there's plays there to be made against Carson Wentz because he holds on to that football way too long and he's looking around for guys to get open instead of hitting guys in stride a lot of the time. So you know, there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff there that do happen to run get guys open on the occasion that works for them. And they run a lot of that, that pistol action mm-hmm. where, they're, where they're trying to get your, your linebackers to suck in and then throw them behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, quick patterns and quick skinny posts and stuff like that. And Zach Ertz is a, is a deal, to, you know, he's a load to deal with. They're, they're a good team um, built around a quarterback who is getting good. But my main point there was Carson Wentz, you can still see the rookie in him or the young quarterback. And Kirk Cousins is seeing really a seasoned vet. Uh, the only question mark I have is, is maybe, you know, time for a little bit more control of the offense and calling some more audibles at the line of scrimmage because I don't yeah. think he has, has I that. I see more audibles. If yeah. I see him have, if they have another loaded box and then, like, he just calls direct. Just runs right, right into it. <laughs> and we're all like, we're all like, hey, wait a second. No, no, wait, wait. Can you not see that they're all lined up? What's going on? I'll call an audible. Just with tight end or anything, roll out. No, you're gonna literally just run the ball. Like if he if he decides to keep that ball and roll out, he run for a seven yard touchdown or until he got tired. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, this, this is a question. Like if I was doing doing a call in, there's a one question I'd love to ask is, you know, I talk about when he puts his hands up to his helmet and calls that. Uh, I'm pretty sure now, after watching that several times in his career, um, I'm pretty sure that's a that's a a protection change or not a protection but a blocking change. Yeah, so, so I'm I'm thinking he doesn't have the ability to change the play when he calls that. He's just changing the the blocking scheme. Um, so, so I think that that again speaks to the amount of control he's allowed to have at the line of scrimmage. Um, why so, is that? Why don't they? Why and, if he's getting franchise money, which he clearly has the past few years? Well, why is he having franchise? Why can't he do that? Why can't he be the quarterback? Some coaches like more control over the offense that way they, they some coaches go look here's your option plays and here's your non-option plays um so certain play calls we're going to call you're not changing the call whatsoever um you know there's there's scripts you know we know Gruden runs 15 plays in the beginning of the game um sometimes he'll ditch them early if he feels he needs to but you know andy reed does the same thing a lot of coaches do so um <clears throat> but you know there's only a few quarterbacks i think that have Full off, you know, 
simple keys that, that can make calls in any play. I think it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, um, used to be Peyton. Breeze. Yeah, Drew Brees. Think- um, go ahead. No, I'm just, yeah. Oh, okay, just you guys. But yeah, I mean, those guys can, can go out literally any play. It doesn't matter. And I think Kirk might be getting there. Um, and it, a lot of that is, okay, we're giving you some, some, some opportunities here to call, make the right read. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to grade you on those and then give you more as that goes. But, but I, I definitely think Gruden calls a lot of plays that, you know, look, your option here is, is, is the two gap or the four gap. You know, it's not check out and throw it's, Two gap or four gap, you know what I mean. So, yeah. I th- I think that's what that is. It's a it's a little frustrating, um, but a lot of teams do it. So you kind of take that with a grain of salt. Um, I just I want I want to know why on when they're running wide nine and a cover one, you know, why aren't we trying to test them more with plays, um, you know, on the outside, you know, to the to the to the tall receivers there we got out there. Um, or if you if you're seeing Reed matched up one on one inside on a on a cornerback with a, with one safety high, why aren't we why aren't we running a hot route? You know, some of that stuff. It's um, yeah, you know, that stuff where you see Aaron Rodgers do that. Like I'm going to put my hand down real quick at the, at the hot route. You know, I, I want to see some of that. I want to see more of that. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm right there with you. And uh, kind of when you know. Move from this segment to another one that we briefly talked about. And really my most important question is, do I start Chris Thompson on my fantasy team? (laughs) (laughs) I think Chris Thompson's probably going to have a really huge game. He's been having huge games anyway, so why wouldn't he have another huge game, you know? Well, Lonnie, I got him starting in the fantasy team. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So I'm thinking of, you know, he's, he's one of those guys where I'm like, the one time I did, you know, I didn't put him on my bench. I didn't put him on my team. Does well. Put him on my bench. Didn't do well. I put him uh, on my team. Didn't do well. Put him on my bench. Does well. So I'm like, all right. You're afraid of messing gonna, up the juju a little bit. Well, I'm gonna ignore that, and I'm gonna factor in that I don't have anything to do with what he does on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna have confidence in him, and I think I'm gonna start him. Uh, That's the spirit. And uh, I know, I know, uh, uh, I call her. Uh, Matt Habley had to go to work, um, but um, I want to just point out what our records are right now, um, just to let listeners know. We do have a come hell away fantasy football team, and <laughs> we, we actually currently have a team that is managed by, I guess, no one. I'm not really sure what's going on, but um, we know we, maybe we should get some of the, the, the teams to maybe get some of the fans to actually uh, – decide on who to put in the starting lineup for those teams. There might be a way to go about doing that. But um, currently, uh, let's see. Currently in the Come Hell Away League, um, I am sitting at 5-1. and one, And in the, what division is The East Division. No, sorry, the, the West Division. Uh, and my team name is um, Jerry Jones is Satan, which is accurate. <laughs> And uh, in the East Division, we have uh, Team uh, Margolo at 5-1. Uh, I would love to change my team name. I didn't know you could change your name. You can oh, definitely yeah. change your name. All right. I'm working on that right now. You got you got to change it. And then, um, Mika, what, wait, what's, what, what's your actual name on here, Mika? Is it my, uh, Fuller House? My name, Fuller's House? Yeah, my, my team is Fuller's House. 
So, at um, three and three, sitting at five hundred, still very much in the mix because there's two, three teams at two, so not out of anything. Um, and Matt Haberly is at four and two, and currently this week he is playing who? Chief Margolo. Uh, so I guess we'll see who uh, comes up with that. And Mika, do you know who you're playing this week? Um, I am playing Heather's team this week. So uh, Heather, who has one of the best names ever created in um. And uh, fantasy football, in my opinion, uh, her name is Team Heather, but it's still she has the capitalized H T T R. Um, if you need to look at the word, the name Heather, and then figure out what I'm saying right now, go ahead and do that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I, uh, I'm I think I'm gonna go and put Chris Thompson in. I know a lot of people out there play fantasy, and um, it's tough week to week. And I try not to have any Redskins usually on my lineup, but I do this year, and now I'm just going to have to go with and play them. I'm going to play Chris Thompson. Well, to that point, I actually I picked up uh, I picked up two Eagles this week, and I actually wound up dropping one um, so that I could pick up Doxon and start him. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm taking a gamble, but I, I feel like Doxon. Um, I think he's going to get the reps that they're talking about, and I think he could have a breakout game this week. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, it's it's it seems like he's primed to do that, right? I mean, he's very yeah. much ready for you know. It, here's the deal: it's one of the wide receivers needs to have a breakout game. If it's Crowder, which Nostrilani was wrong on, or if it is Dotson or Pryor. Or Grant, I don't care who it is. It just needs to be one of them because we don't, we haven't had a wide receiver have a breakout game, you know. Have we yeah, had a I mean, hundred yard receiver, hundred yard wide receiver this this year at all? And a wide receiver, no. We've had Chris Thompson a couple times. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, and you know what? That's just fine. Yeah, you know, what, what what he's doing actually is is look. At some point, teams are going to try to stop that. Right. Yeah. And they're going to try to focus and key on it. And that opens a whole lot of, um, you know, we've, we've been using reads sparingly, mainly because Vernon Davis has been, you know, the ageless wonder. And, uh, and, you know, you don't want to really go out there and, and stress read it as much as possible if you don't have to. But, um, you know, I, I feel like teams are trying to take away those weapons because they're seeing, look, okay, maybe the Redskins are a little wounded right now. Um, as far as not having the horses at receiver position that they want to have. Um, so let's pick out what they do have weapon-wise and try to pick out Chris Thompson and try to pick out uh, Jordan Reed, you know, and so forth. Um, and Gruden calls a good game plan to get that stuff open. You can see him attack the outside to try and soften up the middle, you know, and then the middle's available at the end of the game on, on the final drive. You know, um, again, a lot of things I like to see there – your point, I like to see a receiver kind of take charge and say, okay, we have a number one now. Um, and it could be Doxon this week. Um, I feel like it should be Doxon this week if we're going to have a lot more or much more success going forward. Um, I feel like we can have success, but you need a guy like Doxon or Terrell Pryor to really emerge as, okay, this is now something else defenses have to deal with. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and that's, you put that out there on tape. You, you get Doxon out there like an eight catch game, maybe 100 yards, touchdown, and uh, against a team like the Eagles. And even though we we know 
their secondary isn't all that great. Um, you know, being a five and one team on Monday night, that sort of game from a guy like Dawson would really serve the rest of the season. You know, as you as you get down to it and teams go, you know, who do we try to take out? Crap, we gotta deal with Dawson too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that it needs to be. It needs to be. You got to have all of these top guys be at their, their, you know, their best right now. And so it's like, you know, if if Reed was one hundred percent and at his best, that creates so many more opportunities for everybody else. And so if he's not, that's what we're dealing with. And if we don't have a wide receiver who's literally stretching the field out and, and being an actual threat, although at this point you're like saying, you know, people know they see dots on tape. They're like, I right, look, this guy at any point in time can get the ball and can go. And can catch it over anyone. So he's going to become a threat, but we have to make that more consistent so people believe it. And yeah, it'd be nice if Pryor went across the middle or, you know, maybe did something. Reverse, do we get him on a reverse? Can you throw a pass? Let's get him to do something. Right. I just want to uh, say uh, I've updated my team name. And if you click on my name, I've also added a team logo as well. So check that out oh, when, uh, when you right. get a chance. All right. So you just, you're. You're joining us now. You're like, I'm back, I'm back, guys. Um, but uh, oh, so this is back to fantasy again. Uh, just whatever. Haley's not here, so they can't stop this. Um, I have <laughs> the reason why I wasn't putting Chris Thompson in, and I realized this is because my starting running backs, one who's already played, are Kendall Hunt, Todd Gurley, and my flex has been Mark Ingram. So Chris Thompson really hasn't been overly needed. To say no, no. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like, would you like? I just put Dr. Ingram on my bench, and I'm like, that doesn't feel right because now with our agent Peterson gone, Ingram's going to kill it. So it's like, you know, what I mean, like Chris Thompson being in is like, I don't need Chris Thompson. I don't. That's what, and I've been like, kind of taking the risk in this road where I'm like, I don't want to have to worry about him, so I'll leave him on the bench. So I think my starters have have given Chris Thompson, you know, a chance to just score points on the bench. But we'll see. Anyway, I know most people don't care about that, but that's what's going on in the fantasy. <laughs> well, then, how about uh, how about we do some uh, predictions, and then we uh, we wrap up. Maybe predictions with yeah. a headline about the game. All right, uh, Mika, you can go first because I'm not going first. Well, um, run, play action. That's our recipe for success in this game uh, against this defense. Um, I want to see us run up the middle, stop this outside crap, and there's got a play call or any situation you like. Um, you know, I'm looking at this right now as we're talking. We have the number 10 rushing offense in the league. Um, that's with Rob Kelly being out, um, in and out, um, and uh, relying on our speedster most of the time. Um, and you pair that with the fact that Kirk Cousins is the number one quarterback with play action. Um, in the NFL so far, just why why stop? Just keep keep feeding the play action, keep stressing their defense, um, and I want to see us blitz. I said that before, and I'm going to say it over and over again. I want to I want to blitz. Uh, you know, there are times to rely on a four man pass rush. This is not one of them. I want to get pressure in the face of Carson Wentz, <clears throat> and I want to I want to create turnovers. That's that's what I'm looking for. He's, he has not been stressed enough, I feel like, on a primetime game where they're expected to be, you know, the favorites 
and uh, and just come out and beat us on their home turf. Um, you know, it'd be nice to really come out there and punch them in the mouth and, and let them realize that they're in for a dogfight, not just in this game, but for the rest of the season, trying to stay at the top of that division. And uh, and at the end of the day, I see most of that stuff happening. And uh, I feel like um, I, I wrote it down here in my notes, actually. Um, I think I had us going 24 to 23. Um and I believe it's done on the last uh, last minute drive with Kirk Cousins. Ooh, ooh, that's a, uh, so you're calling for another heart attack for a Redskins fan, is what you're saying? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, sorry, whoever fan it is, this is this is not your week. Uh, but we'll probably get the win. That's what he's saying. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, you know what? I like throwing out random numbers like um, 32 17. Redskins, um, and I think it's going to be a Sorrell Pryor on fire kind of game. You know, I know we haven't really mentioned him. We're talking about it, and he's kind of probably hearing about Dobson this and Chris Thompson and all these things. And I feel like at some point he's going to man up and destroy some cornerback, and Kirk's going to get on get in sync with him. So I'm, I'd like to see I'd like to see two bombs to him. Um, hopefully for a touch, one at least for a touchdown. But two bombs where it's just like Terrell Pryor has like 110 yards, you know, something like that. Two catches, 110 yards, one touchdown. Fine. Um, but, yeah, so 32-17, and I feel like everything you're saying there is, is absolutely true. My whole thing is, is, I said at the beginning of the cast, pressure, 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 pressure. Carson Wentz, he needs to be pressured. We've got to have a guy watching him. Um, a, a guy to keep up with him. And, and I know Zach Brown's fast, sideline, sideline, but someone's got to be able to get in there and get with him. And hopefully uh, DeShazer Everett is uh, playing. And, um, yeah, man, and then feed Reed. If, if Reed's on the field, feed him. If, he's hands can, if he can catch the ball, feed him. At this point, their timing needs to be on. They don't shouldn't have timing issues. So feed Reed, too. So, that's nice. me. What about you, Chief? Uh... I'm going to go with my usual 49-0 shutout. And my, uh, my, big, <laughs> my big headline is Kirk Cousins yells, why are you walking at Carson Wentz? <laughs> or why aren't you walking? Yeah, why aren't you walking at Carson Wentz? As he gets carded, car, he's carded back to the thing. <laughs> why aren't you walking? Why aren't like, you walking? Kirk. Ease up, so guy. <laughs> It's a little rough, man. Hey, shut up. I got a baby now. I'm a father. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's, that's pretty much where we're at with that. Uh, we're definitely going to, you know, be posting some things before the game happens. And, you know, we're, uh, I'm going to be watching the game probably over at, uh, at Matt's place with a few other Redskins fans trying to bring in. So we'll try and get some Facebook stuff going. Yeah, and, I, think, I think people are really digging the Facebook live feeds we've been doing. So, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. If, if you guys know where you're going, are you guys going to Joxers or what? Yeah, I'll definitely be at Joxers. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably meet Miko over there. Yeah. All right, cool. So we'll do some kind of combo thing. We'll get some people on, do some interviews, uh, and yeah, hopefully get this. Uh, well, I know we'll get this W. That's not really the question, but like, you know, keep moving on, keep keep forward, stay healthy in the game. You know, just dominate. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, I guess uh, you can find the Come Hail Away podcast on uh, 
iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Attic. I think there's several other podcast Pod, apps. You could yeah. Pod, Pod, what was it? Soundtrack, SoundCloud. 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 Yeah, oh, you yeah, can find so. us there. Come hail, hail away. Uh, you can you find like us and subscribe. On, oh, yeah. yeah, you have to like, subscribe, uh, rate, as Matt was saying earlier, rate. Yeah, we want to know um, that people what, are listening. Yeah. Um, where, where else can they find us, Lonnie? Um, you know, we got Instagram, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. I'm going to start being more active on the Snapchat during the games, getting that going so we can uh, get some, uh, you know, connect with those fans that use that. Um, we're not on Vine. Uh, it's just, you know what it is? Week to week, it's just like I fill out mostly all of the application that you have to fill out to be on Vine, and then I just don't hit enter. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Considering just, considering the website doesn't exist and the app yeah, is so, not on the app store, so there's that. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, we own everything, bitches. We, we it keep is. it going. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so yeah, everyone, stay tuned. Like, make sure you hit us up on Instagram too. Instagram's really rocking right now. We're trying to get some polls going on there too. Twitter as well. Make sure you guys are staying staying put on that. And uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Dusty Baker. Uh, you know, he did some Oof. good coaching for that. Uh, Dusty, it's been a nice uh, to have you. I know we got some Orioles fans and Nationals fans here too. Um, but you know, shout out to Dusty Baker. Uh, yeah, man, I hope you go on and uh, do great things, and uh, maybe we can get someone in there with the Nationals so that the they can actually win. Like, yeah, you know, series, please. And actually, uh, Mika's Mika's uh, Dodgers are going to the World Series. How about that? Yeah. Blue, yeah. blue, go Dodgers. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Mika, go. It's so weird. Mika's like a Dodgers fan, but he's like a hardcore Redskins fan. The whole thing's strange. <laughs> hey, if, 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 the, if it ends up being Dodgers Yankees, which apparently America wants, uh, I'm, I already support the Dodgers. You know, I mean, as a, as a person who lives in LA for the past 10 years, but I'm Dodgers all the way. I'm pulling on my old Dodgers hat. I'm going to just rock it because it can't be the Yankees. Oh. The Yankees are the worst thing. I don't like the Yankees. Yeah. Like if them. you're a Yankees, if you're a Cowboys fan, Yankees fan, or a Duke basketball fan, I'm not. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> oh yeah. man, For Lonnie me, laying down the gauntlet. That's you it. Can add in, yeah, you can add in Man United or Real Madrid, in my opinion. <laughs> Those two other teams. Nice. I love international feel. International. international Matt Herber would be like, no one watches soccer, Mika. But then you tell Mika, or you tell Matt that. Everybody in the not in the United States watches soccer. So yeah, the rest of the world does. The rest of the world does. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of everybody. <laughs> but I'll tell you what we won't be watching here in the United States: the United States men's soccer team. Yikes! And on yeah. that note, we'll see <laughs> you guys next week. Enjoy the game. Uh, so I guess I'll start it. Hail! Wait, you guys say come. You have to say come. Oh, that's the name. Come it's hell. Come. We're come hell away. We're the come hell away podcast. Come what hell away. Doing? Yeah, but I was doing the the sign off. Wait, it's oh hail to the Redskins. Our sign off. Oh, is that what you're doing? <laughs> I, I was ready to just jump right into it. Oh, I thought you were doing like a little tw- Twitter thing or something. Oh, sorry. All right. Oh no uh, no I'm no off. no. Well, right. that's okay. No. Here we go. No. No. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna edit it. I'm keeping all this. Keep it in. <laughs> I'm keeping all this in. All right, guys. Uh, hail to the Redskins. No one else. Nobody else. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hail to the-